From the Talking Disney Studios in Cheyenne, Wyoming, Logan, Utah, and Las Vegas, Nevada, this is the Talking Disney Podcast. To all who come to this happy place, welcome. And here are your hosts. I'm Jason. And I'm Cody. And I'm James. And welcome to episode 83 of the Talking Disney Podcast. I'm your host, Jason. I'm here once again with my co-hosts, Cody and James. What's up, guys? What's up? And I'm Cody. <laughs> Cody Cody scared me there for a minute. His, uh, his yeah. screen disappeared. I was like, what happened? Where'd he, where'd he go? He said it's loading video. Oh, Cody really? decided he didn't want to be part of the episode. I'm not here. <laughs> so we will go on without him. No, Cody's here. Cody's here. So what's going on, guys? Not much. Not much. Same old, same old. Same old, same old. Yeah, we don't have a trip to share this time. So don't worry. James is probably going back next week. (laughs) Going through Disneyland withdrawals. Give me a few weeks. I'll be in Disney World. (laughs) Oh, that's true. I forgot about that. And and then a week after I get back, back to Disneyland. Yeah, you said you made reservations. You'll be there for For the uh, food and wines going on, right? Yep. Yep, April 1st and April 2nd. Cool. Cool. Well, you have to tell us how some of the food is because it looks it looks, looks pretty good. good all the it way. looks really Probably good. Probably some of it I can't eat, but it did look yep. good. I wasn't planning on going until you posted that list of all the food, and I looked through it, and I was like, well, <laughs> it's like, I got to work a trip in there somewhere. So I, we're going. Go. Yeah, there's gotta a lot go. of good stuff this year. Uh, I've been there in years past while the food and wine has been going on, and there's been – maybe two or three things that I've been interested in maybe trying. But then this year it was like, there's practically something at every booth that I want to try. Yeah. Yep. So I'm kind of, stuff. I want to go so bad, but there's just no way I can make it work. Oh, come on, Cody. You can make it. Let's uh, go. Let's plan it out. Let's do oh, it. It's crazy because, uh, I think if, <laughs> I think I honestly, I think I could, you know, twist the arm enough to where we could go. Um, uh-huh. If it wasn't for the fact that we have uh, fencing and landscaping to pay for this year. and Oh, yeah. that'll still be there when you get back. Come on. Oh, man, you know, it's uh, it's turning out to be a little bit more expensive than I anticipated. <laughs> My neighbor got a quote for fencing his yard. And granted, uh-huh. we'll end up splitting the side that we share. Um, right. But his quote was for just under $11,000 to fence his yard. What? Yeah. So there goes, there goes Disney during so, food and wine. So, so what is that? Three, three, three sides, right? Three sides. And you, only and share, obviously you only share one of those sides. So to connect to, to the house, probably a gate somewhere in there. Yeah. Yeah. Seems like that seems high. I mean, is he getting really nice wood? I mean, is he It's I mean, in this neighborhood that, that we're in. Yeah, with the neighborhood that we're in, we got to get that that white vinyl fencing. Oh. So. Yeah. yeah. Seems like he's only received That's that one quote from one company. He said he was going to do a little more shopping around that's a couple trips to disneyland right there no yeah. oh, man that's like eight or nine trips to disneyland well for you 
for you. Tell them, tell yeah. them you'll you'll pay them later, and then just go to yeah. Disneyland. What's he gonna do? Give him an IOU on a piece of paper. He's problem is, is I still have to there. do my other sides, so <laughs> <laughs> I got to do my yard too. Yeah, I keep telling my yeah, wife there's... that we're not getting a dog until there's a fence because I ain't taking my dog out on a leash in my own <laughs> dang yard. Whoa, <laughs> that was a little aggressive there, buddy. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not doing it. Cody's I have a yard for really a upset about not having a fence right now. Woo! <laughs> I just, I just want to go to food and wine. Hey, hey, that's what I like. Putting the law down. Lay it down, Cody. Uh, uh, Jason can edit that one out. Yeah. <laughs> Only one second he's got to clip yeah. out. There was a, not saying that we were going to go down there specifically food, for food and wine, but we, I was trying to do like an April trip, but uh, with the way our vacations work out we won't we won't be able to so we're we're still planning on september yeah september very cool with all the kids yeah. nice and we're still planning on september so yes you guys are yeah just before yeah, me working you're gonna work in oogie boogie while you're there we're hoping yeah we're we're hoping the days we choose um they'll be they'll be doing that, it that they'll be doing it yeah yeah that's the plan anyway, so. Nice. Yeah, as soon as the window comes open, I can reserve the days, and then I think the kids' tickets I'll already buy because I'll go grab those at the base. Nice. So do you already have days that you're going to be down there? You already know What's which that? days you're going to go? You already know yeah, which days gonna, you're going to go? No. Um, Not yet? I would No, I would like to go. The, what's the week of Marcia's birthday? I've got a calendar here. Like, the 19th through the 23rd or the 26th through the 30th. So it'll be the weekdays. Although I think our passes in September, I think we can go Sundays. I'm not sure about that. I think this, I think Saturdays were, uh, were not blocked out either, but right. uh, I'd have to look again, but I, I would just rather go during the week and then drive home on the weekends. So Right. Cool. James might be gone twice in September. <laughs> I just they might. Just, they could just pop on down there. Yeah. Um, you guys, are you, are you guys going into the parks at all when you're down there for the D D23 Expo or? Probably. We were talking about maybe going the day before, right, Cody? Maybe going on that Thursday. Yeah, possibly that Thursday. And then uh, the other days that we're there, it'll probably end up depending on what the discounted tickets look like for because because they're doing an expo, Disney will release like partial day tickets, which are only twenty or thirty dollars cheaper than a full day. But where we're going to be at the expo all day, uh, we'll see what those partial day tickets look like, and maybe go in like one evening or something, depending on what those prices look like. Because I'm sure after being at the convention all day, uh, we'll probably want to go for somewhere for dinner and then maybe just relax in the evening and ready to deal with all the craziness again the next day. Yeah. So we'll, we'll figure it out. Those Disney doesn't release the tickets um, for the park tickets for the expo uh, dates until like the end of May. It was like May 25th or May 28th or something. So before they open that specific store for those tickets. So I'll see what those look like at the end of May. 
cool, cool. But well, let's get into some Disney news. And yeah. Cody and James, you guys can uh, you guys can turn off your mics for this first part because I know you're not gonna be excited about it. Oh, but, uh, I already know what he's talking about. <laughs> is this uh, the Disney parks? Yeah, Disney yeah. Parks blog <laughs> <laughs> announced some dates for some return of some nighttime entertainment at Disneyland. And the first one that uh, the article talks about is the return of the Main Street Electrical Parade on April 22nd. It is going to be back. And there is a new float in the parade. Uh, the final <gasps> float is going to have <laughs> some of your stars from Encanto, The Jungle Book, Aladdin, Coco, Milan, Brave, Princess and the Frog, and more. I mean, the float looks pretty cool. They're going to have all those on one float? Well, it's actually, it's a, um, you remember the old float, or the the one that ended it, that looked like the flag that was draped and going? It's basically that, it's kind of like that, it's separated into like six or seven different small ones. Uh, It's probably the same one, and they've repurposed it. It could, yeah. Does that mean they're not going to have the flag at the end anymore with the eagle? No, they're not going to have the flag on this one. I guess not. Nope. What? It kind of looks similar to the flag in this picture I see. So, what an abomination! Uh, yeah, no. F- I'm not going no to flag. see it. So <laughs> you are going to see it anyway. So. Re- return of the Electrical Street Anti-American Parade. <laughs> oh wow! Man. <laughs> uh, Man, so much. Sorry, oh, you, I, I apologize. You told us to mute our mics, huh? I'll go ahead and mute <laughs> my mic. <now. laughs> uh, so that that's coming back April twenty second, as well as a, the April twenty second date is the return of the Disneyland Forever fireworks show that will be available for a limited time. It's going to be replacing the Mickey's Mix Magic uh, fireworks show. I think that's the one that was going on when we were there. Yeah, we didn't. I don't. We didn't watch any of the other stuff that was going along with it. Just we we tried to make it out for the fireworks show. We were we were coming from uh, getting some dough whips and stuff, and tried to run over there and find the girls, and we couldn't find them. And yeah, yeah it'll it'll be replacing that one temporary temporarily. A lot of people were that I seen on Twitter were a little upset because they wanted the return of the fireworks show from the fiftieth anniversary. Uh, but they're getting the one from the 60th. So, right. Uh, World of Colors coming back the same day, I believe. Is that the 22nd? I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. World of Color on the 22nd, which I, I, I love the World of Color show, but I liked when we were there last time, and it wasn't going on because I got to ride in Credit Coaster at night. And before, when the World of Color show would go on, they would shut down that ride. Right. So, I mean, you had an opportunity to ride it at night. You just had to time it right. You had to do it before World of Color started. Yes. Yeah, and then once World of Color started, they didn't open it back. At least the times I was there, they didn't open it back up again. Probably not, because then at it that was point, shut the, the rest of the night. The park is what, like thirty minutes from closing, and then they do like yeah. another showing, like right at closing, pretty much. But they they closed it down fairly early. Yeah, I think like an hour in advance or something like that. Because I want to say one year we went, it was closed. Now, granted, it was during the summertime, so it didn't get dark till later, but it was closed by 8, 8.30. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because I think they did like a 
nine or nine thirty showing. They pretty much did it like as soon as that sun was gone. Yeah, so I enjoyed World of Color not going on, just so I could ride it. But uh, it is a cool show. I didn't say if they're gonna it. As far as I know, it's not anything new, not a new show. So whatever show was happening before. Uh, either pandemic or before they shut it down for refurbishment back then um, is coming back as far as I know, unless they announce something between now and April. Um, and then Fantasmic is coming back. I don't think that one's coming back till May though. I want to say yeah. May 28th. Yeah, I believe that's that what late? it was. Oh man. Yeah. So uh, that'll still be a little while. Um yeah, there's night nighttime entertainment's coming back to Disneyland. Uh, so if you're going to be there in the next two months, you might be able to see it. Nice. So you'll get to, I think you'll miss it though, James, because you guys are going to the beginning of April, right? Yes. But then we'll be so back the won't... first week of May as well. Okay. Oh, for Star Wars, right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, now I don't know if they'll I don't know if they'll be running them on those nights. Right. I don't know. We'll be there because they're doing it on the third and the fourth. We're going to be there the fourth, fifth, and sixth. So. Oh, okay. Fifth, so you fifth, yeah. Fifth and sixth, we should be able to see them. Yeah, you you guys should. Yeah. Or whichever right. ones you're at. Right. Right. So. And then he'll be back at the beginning of June to see Fantasmic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, he can tell us all about it. Another big item that uh, happened this week: the trams returned to Disneyland. Yes, finally. Man, and twenty third. What was that? Thursday. I believe I it was Wednesday. Wednesday, yeah. And yep. man, people were like excited. The, the 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 videos I saw, I mean, it was like the opening of a brand new ride. I mean, people speaking, balloons, and uh, yep. yeah, Ken Potrock was there. It was, yeah, I think he took the first ride. So crazy, crazy. But yeah, people were tired of walking. What is it? About a mile by the time from the parking structure, if you're walking and then getting to downtown Disney. And I think so. I think it's about a mile. Yeah. So no more walking. No more walking. So yeah, the trams are back. Finally, now you back guys. When you guys go, James, you guys will park over there, right? Because you got the free parking. Yeah, I'd much rather park there than the Toy Story lot. So, right. absolutely. Okay. And then we mentioned James going back to Disneyland where he could uh, sample some of the food and wine stuff. And they just released some of the menu. Um, do you guys remember anything that was on it that looks good to you? I'm trying to pull it up now. James, I got to tell you, Tyler and I went to the Food and Wine Festival it was several years ago. It might have been that first um, March after we moved up to Logan. Uh-huh. I think it was after we moved up to Logan. It may have been before. Anyways, they there was a, a garlic mac and cheese. Uh-huh. And it was by far one of the best things we've ever eaten, especially <laughs> in the, like, the macaroni and cheese department. And it's right. back this year. Oh, really? Yes. Um, and it's got like peppered bacon crumbled on top of it and like toasted breadcrumbs okay. and stuff like garlic bread breadcrumbs. Right. You got to try it. It is uh, so good. 
I will try it. <clears throat> now, did you see the one that's the peanut butter and jelly mac and cheese? Yeah, I did see that one. That one with brown little... sugar streusel and strawberry crackle. Yeah, that one. Yeah, I, don't, I don't. I don't know about that one. I'll stick to yeah, the garlic no, mac and cheese. Good. Yeah. Yeah. I think one yeah, of the they, drinks looks good. The California Cooler, I think it is. Pineapple juice, orange juice, a couple other juices. They don't usually do a lot of non-alcoholic drinks, so when I saw that one, I was kind of excited. Yeah. Yeah, because where it is the food and wine, most of their specialty beverages tend to be alcoholic yeah, beverages. Yeah. So they have a few non-alcoholic ones this year that, that I think look pretty good, so I'm interested in trying those out. And I can't remember some of the other stuff. There's like a... I don't know, what do you call that cookie? The macaron, macaroon, maca something? Yeah. It's like, it looks like a chocolate one, so I wasn't too interested in it, but then I was reading the the description of it, and it's like a Snickers uh, cookie or something. So I thought, oh, that might be good to try. Yeah, that one, then, that one sounded pretty good. And there's some chicken wings, I think, that look good. They have the- There it is, Cody. It's uh, <clears throat> carbonara garlic mac and cheese with peppered bacon. Mm, that's the one. That's the one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it looks good. Yeah, there's a few good things on there. I think glazed barbecue pork belly, side of mac and cheese. Yeah, it looks good. You just have to forget that it's belly. I guess I don't know. <laughs> you realize that bacon is pork belly. Yeah. 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 <laughs> now this looks good. This I I would have to try this. The mango churro, mango sauce, chili, lime, sugar, and was it tamarind shamoy? Yeah, I don't know about that no, stuff. No, yeah, no, that there, looks good. There's a there's a uh, oh what is it? It's like a it's like some kind of a churro swirl with like raspberry. Oh, it's at uh, the filling. Ter- the Terran treats Ooh. over by Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, that looks really good. What about a maple bacon churro? Oh, that thing is so good, man! No, those are two; those are two flavors that do not mix. What? Yeah, what? Bacon goes with everything. Maple and bacon? <laughs> You've never had a maple bacon donut? No. Oh, it's disgusting, James. I would come on, James. <laughs> It'll be your new favorite thing. Yeah, I don't know about that, man. I, I, I don't know about that. Oh man. Yeah. Well, you got You got to try one for me. It's got cinnamon and it's got maple and crumbled bacon and it's on a churro. Yeah. It's, I tell you, I had that churro when the same year we had the garlic mac and cheese. Yeah. By far my favorite churro. <laughs> By far my favorite churro. Because the yeah, bacon's so on it to- is warm too. It's not like cold bacon bits from the salad bar. No, it's like warm <laughs> bacon. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> So if you're going to Disneyland starting March, I think it running from March 4th through April 26th, Honey, I believe. Yes. We're going to Disneyland. <laughs> uh, try try some of the food and wine uh food at the Food and Wine Festival. So what is that? A, is that a s'more? What um I that? think I saw something like that on there. Or it's it's next to the peanut or the peanut butter and jelly mac and cheese. It's not a s'more. Trying to figure out what it is. Oh, it's crackers and cheese. What? Crackers it's next to the caramel. It's next level crackers and cheese. House made herb crackers and white cheddar infused fromage blanc, spicy prosciutto spread, and cherry jam. 
I don't, I don't know. know. It's if near you, your uh, caramel peanut if, milk chocolate Mickey macaron. If you mistook it for s'mores, I don't know. Well, the the white, I guess that's the that's the prosciutto spread. It looks like marshmallow, and then the the cherry jam looked like chocolate for a minute. So <laughs> uh, now now I'm hungry. Yeah, no kidding. So James will get to enjoy some of that, and he can tell us all about the bacon caramel. Whatever churro, <laughs> you got to try it. All right, I'll, I'll try I'll, it. Whatever it costs, I'll Venmo you the money. I'll pay for it, and then you can tell me if it's good. Oh, they got All a right. blueberry buttermilk pie. That sounds good. I saw it. I'm oh, looking that at that too. too. Next yeah. to the strawberry cheesecake. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So check out food and wine. Um. I, I didn't know if I was going to talk about this, but we can real quick. You guys saw all the videos and the, the hoopla with the Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser. Yep. Two night uh, excursion to the outer rims of space. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so they had, I guess, a, uh, a pre, um, I don't know what you want to call it, event where they invited people to stay. Influencers. Some people were invited. Yeah. Some people I, I saw were invited to actually sleep. Some were put up in a different hotel and then brought in for the day so that then they could, they could share their thoughts about it. Um, and, you know, I saw all over Twitter, you know, tomorrow I'll, I'll share my thoughts on this. So they, they must've, they must've been told not to share anything until a certain time. And uh, I, I guess it looked kind of cool, but I, I still can't wrap my head around the cost. No, um, it's crazy. Well, you could take a seven day cruise. Yeah, uh, in Europe for the price of that. I mean, it would be cool because it's. I mean, it, it's, and I. I kind of wanted to show. I was reading on, on one blog that it was what they were offering you for six thousand dollars was everything that you were supposed to be getting in Galaxy's Edge, uh, character interactions and things like like that. But they're but they're making yeah. you pay six grand for it, and six grand is the. As, as far as I know, I haven't seen a price list, but that's like the. The low, like the the introductory. That's the room with no view. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, that's the one where you, they give you a sleep bag and a little closet, and that's where you're staying. <laughs> yeah. uh, so I imagine the prices go up from there. Um, I mean, I was, I was, you know, kind of. I mean, I'm glad I stayed at the Grand California last trip, but I was looking at the price of those and thinking, man, is it really worth it to spend that much? And we were there for four nights, and it was nowhere near the cost of. A two-night excursion. I wonder if the Galactic uh, Star Cruiser. If the Galactic Star Cruiser honors um, military veterans from planet Earth in the country of the United <laughs> States. So yeah, if I got like a forty percent discount, it would still be <laughs> a couple grand. <laughs> so, so yeah, that was that was all over. I saw a bunch of a bunch of people I didn't recognize, and then some uh, people that I follow on Twitter that I did recognize, and. Uh, share sharing their thoughts about it because i know a couple months ago or you know in the last year it, they were there was a lot of talk about about it not being what it was hyped up to be and uh i think disney was taking taking a little flack for for putting something out there that was going to be so much that was going to offer so little so i think they did this event to show people hey this is what you know besides the concept art that we're releasing this is what you're going to get, and here's these people who got to experience it and they're going to share your thoughts. But as an influencer, are you, 
do you feel obligated to yeah when you share your thoughts to to make disney look good or do you do you tell the truth i mean if you had a bad experience do you say hey this sucked or this is what i didn't like and this is what i did i watched or, a uh, like an hour long youtube video this morning of this youtube channel that i already follow and they were at the beginning of the video they said you know we'll say this right up front you know whether that changes your um opinion of our experience you know that's that's on you but we were hosted by disney disney invited us and brought us down there to experience this but disney is not paying us to review it so okay yeah i mean i would hope people would be honest i mean yeah um and and i feel like these these particular guys that i was watching did list both pros and cons yeah so yeah because then i can see i mean we could all three be invited and we may have different views on different things i mean i may not like this part but you like that part uh etc etc so um yeah i mean if they weren't being paid we have a new besides go go ahead Oh, besides, you know, they're not being paid, but you know, they are being comped like $6,000 worth of entertainment. So <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. Look yeah. at the prices. It looks like, so it's a two night thing that they do, right? It's a two night adventure. Yep. And it's basically for starting, like you said, the base for two people would be $4,800 for three okay. people would be $5,300 and for four people it'd be 6,000. Okay. That's, that's the total. And that's starting. I mean, it looks like you have different suites. You got a captain, a grand captain suite that has, will hold up to eight passengers. And so obviously those prices are like for the four guests, it's like seven fifty per guest per night. And I would guess, if you get one of the bigger rooms, it's just an extra seven fifty per night for each person. Okay. Does it say anywhere, or have you guys heard? Is it like all inclusive, like a cruise where you're fed and everything, or is food you extra? Are, so in the I video know. I watched today, you get a breakfast buffet and a lunch buffet, and then you get like a family style dining for dinner, and that food is, um built into the cost that you're paying. So if you went with like a family of four, part of that $6,000 that you're giving them includes the food. There is also like a, like a galactic lounge or whatever um, that you can spend part of your time at where they have like cocktails and things. And they did say that if you, if you chose to order alcoholic beverages, they did charge extra for the alcohol. The alcohol was not included. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, they didn't say how much the drinks were, but I can imagine it might be something similar to like Lamplight Lounge or Oga's Cantina in Galaxy's Edge where you're paying, you know, 12 to $17 easily per drink. But. Right. Um, but they right. were saying that it's, uh, you can be let it be as immersive as you want it to be. I mean, it's essentially like a, live action role playing experience and you can 
lean in or lean out of those experiences as, as much as you choose to, however much you want to be involved. And um, if you choose to lean all the way in, um, there is something for you to do every hour of the day. You know, they have it that booked. You know, if you choose to lean in that hard, there is something for you to do each and every moment. Okay. So, and there's uh, kind of like how Galaxy's Edge was kind of pitched originally. There were different kind of paths you could follow. So there's on the Galactic Star Cruiser. Um, it seems like they give everyone, I don't know if it's like per party or per person, but they give uh, everyone like their own iPod or iPhone with basically the Disney Parks Play app downloaded on it. And so you can use like the data pad function of the Play app like you can use it in Galaxy's Edge. And you use that. That's basically where they put your itinerary um, for the Galactic Star Cruiser. And you can choose your experiences and you can choose to go down like the light side and help the resistance. You can choose to help the first order. And there's more of like a, like a smuggler kind of more middle of the road um, path. And each one of those has their own uh, little missions and quests and things that you follow while you're on the cruise or in the hotel. And there's basically a, a, con a continuously evolving story or plot while you're doing this two day experience and based on your missions helps guide certain plot points. Is it, um, and as, as far as you know, it's only two days, right? It's two nights. So what they said is two you nights. check in, um, they didn't say exactly what time check-in is. I imagine it might be like a standard hotel three or four o'clock in the afternoon. And then you, you know, you have your first night, you have a full day and then you check out late the next morning. Okay. Do you know, is, is it, are they all in two day increments? So like if we were going, we'd all check in on the same day or is there like some people checking in Thursday, then Friday, then Saturday, or is it like Thursday and then you check out on Saturday and then the new crew checks in on Saturday? I believe that it's, um, you know, just like an actual cruise. You can't join the cruise while it's in the Partly. middle of the ocean, right? right? Okay. So you got to catch it when it when it's at port. So before before it takes off for, for space. Yeah. So you're yeah. you know if you board <laughs> Thursday, you know you're leaving Saturday, and then the next group would either come in that Saturday afternoon if they can turn everything around that quickly, or maybe they'd start the next one on Sunday. I don't know, but yeah, it sounds like everyone starts and ends at the same time. Uh, everyone's checking in and checking out at the same time. And then everyone that's there within those two days um, is all under the same story, under the same experience. Okay. All right. So yeah, unless, uh, unless I hit the lottery someday or. Uh, I mean, I'd love that I, I mean, have a rich uncle. Uh, yeah, I don't think I'll be gone. Yeah. Um, appar I, I apparently don't have two rich uncles. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, we're not one of them. Yeah. Uh, I'd love to go, but for the price tag and for what it is, um, I'd rather spend that kind of money and be at Disney world for several days. Right. Because that it's not 
attached really to a Disney World vacation. It's because while you're doing the cruise, you do they do actually take you into Galaxy's Edge for a little while, and part of your missions will cross over, and you have to do things in Galaxy's Edge. So they bring you to to the planet of Batu for a little okay. while. And so you're not inside the hotel the entire time. They let you out for a few hours. But um, yeah. otherwise, other than that, you're not. I mean, that's that's the thing. If you're doing that, you're not really going for Disney World unless you've got more money and more time to spend. It's kind of its own separate thing. Right. So I notice in the frequently asked questions on the website, it says, does Star Wars Galic galactic star cruiser really take passengers into space <laughs> how do I'm they answer they, that do they just I'm, flat out say no i'm glad they addressed that it says while your voyage is not an actual trip into space passengers will experience the sensation of voyaging on a star cruiser through space in a galaxy far far away okay huh. yeah so does it does it really go to space yep <laughs> <clears throat> I should have just said fun. yes. They it should does. have. If you get air sick, don't don't go. That's right. So, well, all right. Well, that's yeah. Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser. Like I was telling you guys earlier in my notes here when I was talking about, it, I just put a bunch of dollar signs. So. <laughs> so for anyone that wants to support us on Patreon, we have a new tier called <laughs> Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser. <laughs> Yeah, uh, we'll six thousand a month. We'll each take. We'll, <laughs> Jason will get the first month. <laughs> Cody will get the second month, and I'll get to go the third month. And we'll take you as one of our guests. <laughs> so. All right. Well, last thing uh, with the news before we head on to our main topic, uh, the we mentioned last uh, episode that we participated in the Mice Chat Gumball Rally uh, earlier this month, and they have released the the full results that included my team in it. Uh, Mentioned that yes. uh, Cody and uh, Cody and Lucy finished eighth. Their team, uh, James and Jen, finished ninth. Um, they each had thirty nine points, so it was yes. out of out of forty two possible. So they were missing which, three points. Which I was surprised that they gave us how many points we all got because I don't think they've done that before. Right, right. So that's great. So yeah, the the so three we teams in, we tied the, in points, but they got they got there before we did. So. Right. And, and I think we were really only two or maybe three teams in front of you. Right. Yep. That darn train in the bathroom. I know. Dang it. I mean, so. I if you guys didn't go around again or didn't do the bathroom, you could have easily been way ahead of us on time because we were yeah. stuck in the line for Big Thunder for an hour. And then right. we did the castle walkthrough to get that point. And then we walked out of the park. Yep. You guys could have. Dang it. Yeah, really. with your 39 points, you 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 could have been anywhere from 4th to 12th. I mean, you guys are 8th uh, and ninth. So had you got there a little earlier, you could have been up in 4th. Right. Um, yep. So yeah, they got 39 points. Uh, me and, me and Marsha, we ended up getting 34 out of the 42 possible, which put us down at 57th. Uh, had we got one more, we could have been 48th. Uh, two more would have moved us into the 30s, but there was, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six teams tied with us, but 
we beat them all in. So we yeah. got, we, we jumped ahead of them and, and they listed the top 77 teams. Uh, mm-hmm. I guess from what you guys were saying, you had heard everybody that got 25 points or more. Right. Would be listed. And, um, and, and two years ago, they just listed the top 75. So I'm not sure how many teams there were two years ago or this year either. Right. But I know two years ago, we did 65th. So the fact that you guys got 57th and you guys didn't even answer, what, 10 of them on that last one? Or no, how, how we, many, um, it was less It was less than that, right? How many did you guys – you guys got quite a few before you we turned got it in the second pack, right? Yeah, 12 out of – no, 10 out of the 16, I think. 10 out of the 16? So, I mean, that's pretty yeah, impressive. That we answered. That we answered. So, right. I think it was right. 10 out of the 16. And two of them, you wouldn't have been able to because it was Rise of the Resistance that was closed all and the day and the monorail that was closed yeah. all afternoon. Yeah, we tried yeah. to get on the monorail, but it was closed. So, so you guys only had four more things left to do. Right. And we didn't answer one in the morning. So, uh, in the morning list. So, I mean, yeah. if you guys had done those other four no it was james and i back i take that back we did 12 out of the 16 the afternoon and we did and we missed where we didn't answer one on the morning one so there was five we didn't answer gotcha i think i think that's that's what it was and then two of those four in the afternoon were the two that we couldn't ride right right uh we did cream us all man yeah i don't yeah we We'll try it. We'll, we'll, we'll try harder next time. <laughs> yeah. Well, you can try harder next year, but I'm already committed <laughs> to winning. So you guys are, you the guys thing, can both, you guys can both fight for second place next year. The thing, the thing that, you know, I was, I was thinking about the other James day talk, when they, James talks a big game, but, but we, still, we still came ahead of him. So <laughs> I was thinking about the other day when they, when I texted you guys at the, uh, that the uh, results were out. So just right away, I started thinking, okay, what can we do next year? Like, what's our strategy? But then I was thinking, they're going to change everything yeah. up. So yeah. there, there's there's no use in trying to calculate I, I have anything. one piece of advice for you. Wear a watch because I can guarantee the one thing that will remain the same <laughs> will be yeah. no cell phones. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yep. We'll definitely have a watch on. But um, yeah. maybe now well, someone can get you an Apple Watch to... for your Christmas. Ooh, there you go. <laughs> Uh, my strategy go. for next year is to win. So that's what I'm going with. Go. That was a strategy for this year too. Not wear so much of a costume. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> what do you mean? Not so much of a costume. My costume was fantastic. No, it was, but you said it, it was a little much. Maybe yeah. as far as like Madden getting onto rides. And yeah. then try to go through the middle detector. Next time we're going to go a little more bare bones. But right. We still have right. a good outfit. Yeah. But hey, there were some groups wearing tutus. You and Jen could yeah. do tutus. No, I'm not wearing a tutu. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? I take that back. Maybe I will. I'll have to kind of see what the uh, theme is for next year. Maybe it'll right. fit the theme. I'm going to try our team next year. I'm going to try to go along with the theme. So we'll see. Yeah. yeah. Right, I think so you've made all. a name oh. for the Wookiee Monsters now. I think you got yeah. to keep it. We might have to. <laughs> Well, you can wear tutus and be the Wookiee princesses. <laughs> Especially if it's princess themed. So. Princess Wookiee. There you go. You got the Wookiee monsters and the Wookiee princesses. There you go. So that's all the news I got. You guys got anything else that you saw in the last uh, week since we recorded last? I don't know any of the, the numbers 
at all because uh, I haven't taken the time to actually look at it. But I did see a lot of reports saying that uh, the Walt Disney Company crushed expectations for their uh, first quarter of the fiscal year. Oh, yeah? Uh, that they shared that with stockholders and things like that, that they came way above uh, where they thought they would be across the board uh, throughout the company, but especially in, in parks and resorts. Nice. Yeah, and I like didn't see that. Bob so. Bob keeps liking to say that uh, more than fifty percent of people are buying Genie Plus. So, yeah, heck with Genie Plus. <laughs> uh, I would like I, I would like to say that in three weeks from today, I will be checking into the Coronado Springs Resort in Disney World. So, Coronado Springs. For you. Yeah, there you go. Nice. That's one of the newer ones, isn't it? I have no idea, to oh. be honest with you. Okay. I think it is. Yeah, yeah. I'm not sure. Uh, Anyways, well, I think we... that one's nice. Oh. So yeah, yeah, I've heard good things. So I did check out something on Disney Plus that I don't know if you guys have seen. I wasn't. I saw it in. I didn't see it in the theater, but I saw it was out in the theater at one point. I wasn't really impressed with the trailer, but when I watched the movie, it was hilarious. Uh, Free Guy with Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> that was a good movie. Actually, I actually watched I, that last week. Myself. I was, I was, I was, I started watching it a little bit at work and then I finished watching it at home. I was dying. I mean, I was laughing hard. <laughs> and I don't want to, if you, if you haven't seen it, I don't want any spoilers, but especially toward the end. And uh, I'll, I'll just call it the big fight scene when he, when he pulled out the shield. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I was, <laughs> uh, yeah. So it's got some, you know, some, some Marvel and Star Wars references in there. And it was, yep. Got some good cameos in there. Yeah, yeah. it was. Uh, I was actually pleasantly was, surprised. We saw it in theaters when it came out because uh, uh, okay. Lucy really wanted to see it, and I'm like, I, I at the time I could have, you know, I was very much of a take it or leave it. That was kind of my opinion. Uh, Ryan Reynolds is very hit or miss for me, uh, but she really wanted to go see it, so we went and saw it, and I was like, that was actually really good. Yeah, so. yeah, I, I, I laughed out loud quite often. LOL said Jason. Yeah. I was saying that a lot. So, so if, you, if you haven't seen free guy, uh, check it out. Um, all right, well, let's get into our main topic. Uh, if you've been listening to us over the past year and a half, I think we started November of 2020. Sounds about right. Yeah. Yep. Yep. With a goal of watching every a Disney animated feature film starting with Snow White all the way to whatever the latest is. And right now that currently is Encanto uh, at number 60. Uh, we're watching them all and we're just about halfway through. Almost, are, almost halfway. halfway almost halfway through. We are at the 28th Disney animated feature film to be released, which is The Little Mermaid. Um, we've been mentioning little mermaid for quite a few episodes saying hey we're you're we're, we're going through this this dark time in the 80s <laughs> we just got to make it to little mermaid <laughs> but but we're coming up on some good ones we're, we're, we're coming up on some that are considered classics now and that starts with the little mermaid so, now i haven't um, seen the next movie in line which we'll talk about um you know kind of afterwards but i feel like we go 
back down into the dark for just a second before <laughs> popping back up again. <laughs> for just maybe one minute, but yeah. we'll see. Maybe you'll really enjoy it. Maybe, like um, I said, I've not seen it, so maybe right. it, it'll so, be better than I'm thinking. And we'll 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 mention it here in in in, in a little while. But basically, that is uh, the rescuers down under. So the sequel to the rescuers, and they go down under. Uh, That's the uh, first sequel for the for this studio. Yes. A lot yes, of the other does. sequels. It's not the first sequel ever, I don't think. Right. But some of the, most of the other sequels have all been under some of their smaller studios with some of their more animators in training and things like that. Yeah, the first Disney uh, feature animated feature film. Yeah. So, so, but before we talk about that next episode, uh, let's, let's talk about The Little Mermaid. So, quick little... Tidbit on Little Mermaid, to some some facts and figures, and it was a 28th uh, Disney animated feature film. Like I said, it was released November 17th of 1989, uh, and I want to say that I did see this in the theater. Um, when it did come out, I would have been what 15. Wow. Um, so I'm pretty sure I saw it in the theater. Don't know who I saw it with, or um, whether it was with family or. If I was on a date, or I, I don't remember. Um, I like to say I was on a date. <laughs> sounds a lot cooler. <laughs> He's probably with then, his mom. Then going to see it with my mom, which would have been fine too. Uh, but uh, so yeah, released November 17, 1989, uh, directed by Ron Clements, John Musker, also written by them. And it's loosely, loosely based on The Little Mermaid by Hans Christian Andersen. Um, it's got some, uh, I meant the music was done by Alan Menken, um, which if you're a Disney fan, I mean, you should know who that is. Um, starring Jody Benson as the little mermaid. It's got some other, uh, Samuel E. Wright. He, he played, uh, Sebastian. Um, so, uh, probably two of my favorite characters from there. Um, there was a sequel release direct to video sequel in 2000. Um, I don't know if I ever saw that. Um, it did win two Academy Awards for Best Original Score and Best Original Song uh, for Under the Sea. And um, it made $235 million in total lifetime gross, $84 million during its initial domestic box office release. Uh, and, um, I mean, it's considered now, you know, in 2022... Probably as one of the one of the classics of, of Disney an, animation. Um, yep. you know, all these ones we've watched in the last couple episodes that were, you know, that started using computer generated uh, graphics and were, was was leading up to this time period that, that that we're getting into now. So without those earlier films that maybe didn't rank as high, I mean, who knows? We might not have had such movies as The Little Mermaid. So. Um, so yeah, I, I thought it was a great movie, um, but I'll let you guys share share your thoughts before I talk a little bit more, and then uh, we'll give our ratings along with some listener ratings that we that we received. So what 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 did you guys think of the Little Mermaid? I enjoyed it. It was very good. Have you seen it before? This <laughs> yes, I had. <laughs> I don't think I saw this one in the theaters. I'm pretty sure I did not. Um, I think this was, I was right about the same age as Jason, 15, 16, somewhere in there. 
when this one came out. And I think the movies before that I wasn't too into. I mean, I don't think I remember seeing them. I, you know, I've talked about that before. Um, just because I, I mean, I remember seeing the Fox and the Hound in the theaters after that was the black cauldron then the great mouse detective, then Oliver and company. And I just, I think I kind of lost interest in the movies kind of around that time. Cause they just weren't that appealing to me. They weren't all that great. Um, and the little mermaid, I don't think, uh, when it came out, I was that into going and watching the latest Disney movie, but I remember a lot of people starting to talk about it when it came out. And I remember it coming out on, uh, you know, like, uh, home video, um, and people starting to get, VHS tapes of it and stuff. And I can remember watching it and, and, and really enjoying it um, at that time. But I know I didn't see it in the theater. Uh, but the movie, I think, is great. Uh, everything about it. I mean, I don't think there's a bad song in there. The animation was way better than the, the previous movies, I felt. Um, it's a great story. The characters in there are all just great characters. I mean, they're characters that, you know, even 30 years, 20 years, 30 years later, you remember right off the bat who they are and, and uh, all that kind of stuff. So I, I really enjoyed the movie. So when I watched it the other day, uh, you know, it just brought me back to that time and, and uh, I really enjoyed it. He put on his, his red wig and his clamshells and started singing and Hey, I haven't taken them off since. I didn't like the movie at all. You didn't? <laughs> yeah, whatever. <laughs> no, uh, okay, I have a serious question though. Did did I say okay. something at one point or when did it become that this was like my thing? It was probably uh, probably cuz either grandma had it and you watched it or I I I know at one point we stayed with grandma and you and you were sleeping with Kaylee's little mermaid blanket. Yeah, because I was cold, man. You were covered up on the couch. I I don't know. It was one of maybe it was one of the Disney trips, and we saw Ariel and. Yeah, yeah. like you went crazy. And yeah, I was probably like twelve or thirteen or something, and you were you were nineteen. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was just it was just one of those one of those things. It was I and and I don't even recall exactly where it came from, but it was like Cody Ariel. Cody's girlfriend. Uh, yeah, I don't know. So, <laughs> yeah, okay. Uh, I was just curious because I couldn't remember like <laughs> when it started or like what what it stemmed from. So, right. Yeah, for Christmas one year, you asked for a Little Mermaid shirt, and so that's <laughs> yeah. what. <laughs> James gave maybe me one it was of his that, old wigs, and maybe it was that time you were wearing the red wig and your clamshells. I haven't taken them off since. <laughs> Uh, no, so I, I enjoyed this movie, uh, apparently, at least for a long time. I always have. <laughs> um, <laughs> this is, um, obviously, this is still, this still predates me being born, but this is this era, and I think is largely known as where you get a lot of those modern Disney classics. Like, once you kind of get past uh a pinocchio and cinderella and some of like the older classics is we're starting to get into more of the 20th you know not 20th century they were all in the 20th century but um we're starting to get into 
uh, more of the modern era classics. And it's what I think of when I think of the era for Disney classic movies, um, this one, and then several of the ones that are coming up. Um, yeah, there's, it's, it's just, Disney really kind of hit their stride with this one, especially after they had really been struggling for the last several movies. Um, with Black Cauldron and, and things like that, they, they've been struggling and they kind of, I guess, decided to go back to doing princesses cause they figured out they were good with princess stories and that's what people liked. And I love the music in this movie. Um, yeah, I don't really have anything bad to say about this movie. Um, I don't know. Um, yeah, so we'll, we'll see where it ranks. Yeah. Yeah. As far as you, you, you mentioned princess movies, this was, this is, I'm, I'm reading some notes. I have little mermaid. It was Disney's first animated fairy tale since sleeping beauty. So they, they, they went away from the fairy tale for, you know, 1959 to 1989. Yeah. I was going to say, wasn't that in the late fifties? Yeah. So 30 years. 30 years that they did not do a princess or not a prince, but a, like a fairy tale. Fairy tale. Yeah. Um, it was, um, little mermaid was the second film following Oliver and company. Um, after Disney started expanding, um, it's successful live action animated films. They started with, uh, they mentioned who framed Roger rabbit, um, which it says became Disney's first animated major box office hit since the rescuers. Um, and then following movies after Little Mermaid, Beauty and the Beast, Aladdin, The Lion King, those were what you would consider, you know, classics nowadays. And they, they came during, Cody mentioned, you know, this, this certain time period. But from 1970 to 1988 was many called the Dark Ages of Disney. Uh, some call it the Bronze Age, but the Dark Ages. And then starting with, you know, this, you know, Little Mermaid and these ones coming up is basically the Disney Renaissance. They're getting back to the, the fairy tale type stories. Um, mm-hmm. you, know, you got beauty and the beast, you got little mermaid, uh, you, you got Aladdin. Um, so, uh, it was, and then a lot of the previous movies haven't been musicals. Uh, yeah, they wouldn't be considered musicals. Oliver and company, I would consider a, a musical type thing, but now, mm-hmm. now you're bringing back the music and the, you know, the, uh, what did what the Disney movies used to be? You know, they you know I I just thought it was it's a great start to a good era of yeah and and not not all these movies in the Disney Renaissance which lasted about ten years were blockbusters but they're all ones that I that I enjoy um, so these the next ten or so are, are even Rescuers down 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 under to a point um, has a little nostalgia for me because we had that on VHS and the the kids just wore it out when. They were little, so um, yeah. I there's nothing you guys, nothing I can say bad about Little Mermaid. I mean, maybe no, some people can. Um, it's a great movie. Yeah, basically said it, it reestablished the musical uh, format for Disney animated films. So, um, so it's a it's a hundred across the board this week, and we'll see you next week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and it, Little Mermaid's well represented in the theme parks. Um, you know, one of the Disney princesses. Um, you got the ride at Disney California Adventure. 
um, which in an email that I'll share from my sister, once we get into the rankings, uh, she has a little, um, a little story about Tokyo Disneyland and a section there that her kids love to go to, but I'll wait to share that till I, till I read her ranking. So, uh, so why don't we just we get to the rankings? Unless James has something else about the Little Mermaid. Oh, I was just going to note a couple casting things that I thought were pretty interesting. Um, number one, Patrick Stewart from Star Trek: The Next Generation uh, was going to be King Triton, but because of scheduling conflicts, he had to turn it down. Hmm. And then Flounder was actually won by, oh, what's his name, the actor that played Screech on Saved by the Bell. He was actually going to be the voice of Flounder. But then, since he was doing Saved by the Bell, they decided they didn't want to have him do this movie as well. So, anyway, just a oh, couple okay. interesting, couple interesting casting things that I thought were worth mentioning. Yeah. All right. So let's talk rankings. Dun, rankings. Dun, 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 dun. Ratings, whatever you want to call them. Uh, I got yes. a feeling these are going to be pretty pretty high. Um, so All right, who's first? I'll, I'll go. I'll go first this week. All right. Okay. Um, Music, great. Animation, great. Story, great. Um, great, great, great. Great, great, great. So great, I great. give it a 95. 95, nice. 95 out of 100, which I think makes it my second highest rated film. Wow. Nice. Behind behind Pinocchio. So. Yeah. Cody's going to be right. like, I'm just going with my gut here. It was great. I really <laughs> enjoyed it. I'll give it a 64. <laughs> what oh man no i'm just kidding you want to go next cody or is it me um i can go i don't mind okay i usually make you guys it. go first all the time so so i'll i'll go in the middle for a change um so i'm just kind of gonna go with my gut with this one <laughs> <laughs> um no i mean i've I've liked this movie for a long time. Rewatching it again, I don't really know the last time I actually sat down and watched this movie from you know start to finish, but I did for this, and I enjoyed it. I felt like it was a good length. It didn't feel too short, and it didn't at all feel too long. It was, you know, it was great. So... <laughs> Hold on, I gotta see what James is typing here. He's already <laughs> botched it, so he might as well just. Are we still talking about the movie? Are you botched it? What? <laughs> Keep going, Cody. Come on. <laughs> okay. All right. Sorry, Jason. You're gonna have to edit all that out. Oh, no, you no, can I'll just leave. let it go. You can just let it go. I'll leave it. That's the wrong. No one will know James. what we're talking about. <laughs> Go ahead, Cody. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm going to give this one a 92. 92. 92. Nice. All right. I give it a 98. A 98? That's my highest? That is my highest so far, yes. Nice, nice. I did. I did read something that I wanted to mention real quick before I read the uh, other rankings. Uh, little tidbit says that the Little Mermaid was originally planned as one of the Disney's or Walt Disney's earliest films. It was a proposed package film featuring vignettes of Hans Christian Andersen tales, and that was in the late 1930s. 
but they put it off for various reasons. Yeah. Yeah, they had the rights to it for a long, long time. Yeah, so I don't know if it would have been as good um, back Probably then not. as yeah. it was in 1989. You know? Probably not. So, yeah. All right, let's get into some of our uh, listener rankings. I'll read Amber's first because um, I got her listed down first. So she says, I got a lot to say about The Little Mermaid. Oh, uh, that scares Little me. Mermaid. No, 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 it's good. Okay. Little Mermaid was a favorite movie for both Trace and I. Trace said, that's her husband, said that they had to replace their VHS tape because they watched it so much when he was younger. Uh, Ariel is also Hannah's favorite princess, which is their daughter, so we watch it quite often. When we go to Tokyo Disney Sea, we spend probably half of our time in the Mermaid Lagoon. And the first time that the kids rode on Flounder's Fish Coaster, or the first time that they went, their kids rode on Flounder's Fish Coaster at least 10 times. So... They really love The Little Mermaid. Nice. Um, and I got her and her husband's rating. Her husband, Trace, gave it a 92. And Amber gave it a 95. Nice. So, um, Thank you, Amber, for the email. Yep. Let's see. I've got Kaylee. She sent me a uh, rating. Hers is going to be the lowest of them all. Um, oh, shoot. She gave it a 77. 77 is Kaylee yeah. feeling sure okay? She's your daughter. Was she yeah, depressed she, I, when she watched it? I guess she's just not a big Little Mermaid fan. I mean, so far really? her favorite is which, which is I understand because she really likes Winnie the Pooh, but so far her favorite is The Many Adventures of Winnie the Pooh. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, 70, 77. She she gave it kind of a low rating, but that's okay. Yep. That's okay. That's I got fine. two more. Was she forced to uh, watch this one without Braxton? Like, in a bad mood. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I'll have to ask her what she has against. She, yeah. Wake up, not get enough sleep. She she woke up mad. I don't know. <laughs> she needs to rewatch it, I think. <laughs> so the other two ratings I have are for Marsha and Maddie. They didn't give me any details. They just gave me a rating. Uh, Marsha gave it a 93 and Maddie gave it a 92. So she gave it uh, exactly what James gave it. Um, exactly what? Or uh, Cody, Me. sorry. Okay. Cody. Yeah, there 92, sorry, sorry. It's like, wait a second. Yeah. So with our average for the three co-hosts, uh, it's a 95, which puts it as the number one movie, I believe. I think so. Oh, goodness, see... I'm sorry. I didn't have enough time to I, mute I myself. Didn't... Oh, you're good. <laughs> I don't see one higher. Uh, a difference nope. between all three ratings of just six, yep. which is one of the lower ones. Um I do have a rating from Brianna also. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I forgot about that one. Let me, uh, let me mark her down here. All right. Go ahead. This, this is another one we watched together at the dinner table the other night and she gave it a 94. 94. So all their, all the nineties are, I mean, we're right around the same. I mean, as far as yeah. average Kaylee, just she's, we're she's just bringing all, down the listener average. She is the outlier. Yeah. But what she didn't happened, read too much. I don't know. I have to have a talk with her. I, have to have a talk. <laughs> I did watch this one with Lucy, and Lucy gave this an eighty-nine. 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 All right. That's so probably she's, she's, Lucy's highest. She's right around. So right now, after twenty-eight films, our top five are The Little Mermaid, Pinocchio, Peter Pan, Cinderella, and Robin Hood. Lally. That's our top five. Nice. 
So. Nice. You said she gave it an 89. Let me mark that down. All right. Yeah, that's her highest ranking so far. Yeah. She's been quite uh, critical with her rankings. She has been. So. She's tough. She's a tough critic. She is. All right. So I think that's all the ones. Make sure I got everybody's down. Kaylee, Maddie, Marsha. All right. Yeah. If you want to share your ratings or uh, share your thoughts on the films we talked about, future films we're going to talk about, if you have a favorite that's coming up, um, you could shoot us an email talking Disney podcast at gmail.com and we will share those rankings and add you to our running list. Yes. That we are keeping. So that is all I have about the little mermaid. Great songs, right. great animation, great story. Yep. On to the next one. Rescuers down under next episode. Number right. 29. Good day, mate. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm just going to slide past that one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We got two more, two more things to get through and we'll be done for the night. So Cody, yes. Yes. it is all you. It is all me, all me, all the time. Come in, have a seat. All right, uh, Cody's Corner. I am trying to... I don't even know why I'm even wasting my time trying to pull up this web page again, but I will. Okay, uh, Last the last several times we've recorded, minus last episode where we just primarily talked about our trip, uh, I have been asking Jason and James... Um, what they think needs to go, what they personally would get rid of if they had the power uh, in each land. Uh, And we've been going kind of in a counterclockwise circle around the park. Uh, We started with Main Street and Tomorrowland, and then we went into Fantasyland, and we did Mickey's Toontown. And so now... did, Did you mention Tomorrowland? I did. Oh, okay. Sorry. I must have fell asleep. Well, you're getting old, Jason. <laughs> that's that's James's thing, usually. <laughs> so now this year, this year, goodness, who's getting old, Cody? Yeah, <laughs> ripe old age of twenty four and a half. It's really starting to wear on me. <laughs> um, we'll do. Frontierland, and we'll do Adventureland. All right. So, mm. so those are our two lands: Frontierland and Adventureland. And the question is, what needs to go? What needs to be getting gone? And if you have a suggestion to put something in or replace what you're getting gone, getting rid of, you can make that suggestion also. But the prompt just is what needs to go. Um, but it's more fun to really flush it out. Okay. That's front, Frontierland's a tough one for me. James, do you want to go? Yeah, I'll start. All right. And, so and Frontierland. James oh, already yep. has his answer uh, since he's going. But maybe if he wasn't quite, quite ready, this will give him a moment to think and give Jason a moment to think. This doesn't have to be specifically an attraction. Um, it okay. could be a gift shop. It could be a restaurant. 
anything really. If it's in the land, it's it's up for bid. So okay. continue. So, right. <clears throat> well, with that being said, if it can be a gift shop, Frontierland I think is a pretty good land by itself. I don't think there's a whole lot of stuff in there. Um, the things that are in there, I wouldn't want to take out. I mean, I would count Mark Twain as part of that since the entry is right there. Thunder Mountain is right there. I uh, wouldn't get rid of either one of those. Um, the Golden Horseshoe definitely would not get rid of that. Uh, I was thinking, uh, attraction or entertainment wise, I was thinking of the shooting gallery. But since you threw in gift shop there at the end, I'm going to say the gift shop right to the right of the shooting gallery. I think Westward Ho Trading Co. Yes, that little place can go. Yeah, basically all they have in there is pins. Trading pins. Yeah, they kind of change it up around sometimes. Sometimes, well, yeah, mostly it's just pins in there. And it's, it's, it's cramped in there. You walk in there. If there's more than three or four people, it's real tight in there yeah i would just say let's get rid of that place and uh either don't use it to replace don't replace it with anything or maybe make the shooting uh gallery a little bit bigger uh but i don't think that that's necessary so i would get rid of that in okay. frontier land okay and then should i go to Adventureland, or is you want to do your let's, Frontierland first yeah let's do all frontier land and then we'll move over into Adventureland. okay sounds good all right, uh, Frontierland. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, obviously not getting rid of Big Thunder. Uh, Mark Twain, you mentioned um, sailing ship Columbia. Also docks on that side for people to load. Uh, it's normally parked over on the other side of the river. But uh, the Golden Horseshoe. Uh, there's some things I would like to bring back. Yeah. From the past in Frontierland, uh, I'd love for the Big Big Thunder Barbecue to be back. Oh um, man. Oh yes, agreed. <laughs> yes. Um, so uh, across the way from the Westward Ho Trading Company, we also have Bonanza Outfitters and we have the Pioneer Mercantile. Um, so I'll go across the street to one of those stores and not necessarily get rid of it, but uh, sell more. I can, for some reason, I remember, not that I would buy it now, but I remember going when I was younger and they would sell theme, things that were more themed toward Frontierland, you know, mm-hmm. like uh, guns. maybe guns. And yeah, and you know, like there was like- uh, guns. Yeah. yeah, and you know, might have been like some holsters or some 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 more merchandise that was more frontier land related. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, I think uh, so. Not necessarily get rid of the Bonanza Outfitters, but make it more themed to frontier land, where not just the you know the 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 entryway and the and the you know the the wooden. I, I don't know if you want to say porch or walkway outside of it, but more items themed toward front, front frontier land. I think that yeah. would be mine. Well, cause uh, even adventure land does a little bit better of that in that, uh, the whatever bizarre. that little, sh- the bazaar. Yeah. Where they have all of those various types of like adventure style looking sun hats and things like that. And they even have like, you can buy like exotic stuffed animals and stuff like snakes yeah. and things like that. I remember we used to buy rubber rubber snakes and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. You can get your Indiana yeah. Jones hat over there, which is very well fit for the land, especially where you've got the Indiana Jones ride uh, just up the way from it. But yeah, there's, I think the only thing that might apply as being somewhat Western themed as far as something you could buy 
in that mercantile there is I think they have some of those like those uh, I don't know what what they're called what they would be what type they are but there's like blankets in there that are they're not exactly soft but they're kind of like yarny I, I don't know what to really call it I feel like my mom has one. I feel like Marsha has one. Teresa probably has yeah. one. I don't really know what that style of blanket is called, but I always see those in there. Yeah, um, I know. I know what you're talking about, but I don't know. Anyways, yeah, that's that's a good point. Um, I know because I I follow a lot of like Disney YouTubers and stuff. I know, re- more and more recently, they've been calling to have more unique merchandise for certain places around the park, certain shops that are more unique to the land that they're in or just the shop in general. Um, Cause right now you pretty much can walk into any gift shop and find the same things. Right. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, for me, a, a frontier lands kind of a hard one because um, as far as the attractions go, there's none of those that I really want to part with. Um, especially big thunder mountain being your thrill attraction. And then you've got the Mark Twain and the sailing ship Columbia. I wouldn't want to get rid of either one of those. Um, I don't know if I have ever, unless I don't remember it. And so somebody may be able to call me out on it, but I don't have any recollection of ever, doing the uh the shooting expo in frontierland mm-hmm. um I and i think i love so that kid i yep. think when i was growing up as a kid you, and maybe it still is but i think it's just more automated now but you got to pay for it right right um with quarters or whatever now I think it's almost like an arcade type payment system where you just stick your quarter in the slot to activate your gun or whatever. But I mean, yeah, it's kind of cool. Um, but it's probably, I mean, I guess anything that takes money is making them money, but I mean, it's quarters, right. uh, quarters add up, but I think they could probably do something a little bit more valuable with that space, especially if you, used the Westward Ho trading company pin store as a part of that, since they're kind of connected there, um, kind of got all of that out and do something with it. I don't have a great idea of what to put in it this time, but, um, yeah. All right. So frontier land shooting exposition. You got to go right into Cody. Cool. So shooting's got to go. One thing I forgot to mention, because you talked about putting other stuff back in, and Jason mentioned the barbecue, I would bring back Billy Hill and the Hillbillies to the Golden Horseshoe, because those <laughs> guys are awesome. They're hilarious, and I loved watching them. And I'm bummed that they're not there. They are down yeah. the street at Knott's Berry Farm, still playing, and they're still awesome. So I would love to see those guys come back. They to brought the them back uh, with since COVID at Knott's Berry? Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. they've been back quite a bit. Cool. So, and they've they've expanded their their band a little bit. They have a drummer with them now, and they do a lot more, uh, a lot different songs and stuff. Like they they'll do a little Tom Petty and uh, some other stuff, some other songs, other artist songs. So, 
Yeah, they're great. I really wish they were back in the Golden Horseshoe because those guys were hilarious. Yeah. All right. Well, where are we going next? Adventureland. Adventureland. You wanna you wanna take a stab at this one, Jason, yeah. and then I'll, yeah, and I'll, then I'll, I'll take I'll a start. turn. I'll, 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 I can start. Adventureland to me is very similar to Frontierland. There's not a lot of things that I would remove. So if I had to remove something, and it's not, is I don't know if it would be actually removing it, but returning it to something it used to be, which is Tarzan's treehouse. Um, I would prefer Swiss Family Robinson's treehouse. Okay. Um, now the concept was the same. You still climbed up the tree. You looked at the, you know, the, the scenery and then you walked back down, but yeah. Um, it just, I don't know. I mean, Tarzan's treehouse fits in Adventureland, I think, you know, Swiss Family Robinson adventure fit. Um, but as I'm, as I'm looking around Adventureland, there's not really, there's not, not a lot there. There's, it's kind of, it's very, like I said, very similar to Frontierland. I mean, if you take out Big Thunder Mountain, there's really not much left in Frontierland. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, so when I'm going around Adventureland, yeah, I think, I think I gotta, I gotta get rid of the treehouse. But like I said, I don't want to get rid of the treehouse. I just want it rethemed back to the way it was. Swift family. Yeah, Tarzan's cool, but. Yeah, I have to choose something. So, you know, we're not getting rid of Indiana Jones. You're not getting rid of the Jungle Cruise. Um, yeah. You got rid of the Jungle Cruise. I mean, Walt may come back and do some <laughs> harm to you. So, yep. Uh, you're not getting rid of the only ride at Disneyland that has Walt's name. Uh, Walt Disney's Enchanted Tiki Room. Right. I think that's the only one, right? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Um, so, and I will mention. For the rally, that's the first time we went inside the Enchanted Tiki Room and watched the show in many, many, many years. So I was kind of <laughs> glad that we had to go in there. It's, it's, right. it's, it's one of those things that you're like, well, we'd rather go ride Space Mountain or we'd rather go to Big Thunder, you know. Yeah. I was, I, was, I, was, it's I was glad. It's a great place to get into if it's hot outside and you want to be in a dark room. And if you want to take a 15-minute nap, it's fantastic. <laughs> Uh, no, I, I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Uh, so, so yeah, I would say Tarzan's tree house would be my choice. Um, so I would go with an attraction there. Awesome. Cool. Um, yeah. Adventureland's tough too, huh? Yeah. Um, like you said, there's not a whole lot there to choose from. I, agree with your thoughts about the treehouse. I do like the Swiss family Robinson theme. Um, I think a little bit better, uh, but I don't mind the Tarzan theme either all that much. I don't know. Um, I kind of like the fact that some of those things you can go to Disney world for in Disney world and magic kingdom. They have the Swiss family Robinson house, uh, treehouse. Um, so I don't know. I think I would do another gift shop in this one. They've got that row of gift shops over there, and they already took some of it out to make a seating area for their next to uh, Bengal Barbecue. I think I would, and it always seems like it's tough to find seating over there. I think I would take a little bit more out of the, uh, the gift shops over there. Yeah, yeah, I would take a little bit more of that out of there uh, and make more seating for for eating and stuff over there. So. I think that's yeah. what I would do because I wouldn't want to take out 
I don't think I'd want to take out anything else. Uh, the tropical hideaway. I love that area back there. Um, so yeah, I think that's what I would do. Cut the gift shops down a little bit more and make some more seating. All right. That's my answer. I'm sticking to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Up until a couple of years ago, I probably would have said the the Aladdin's Oasis would need to go because that had been sitting vacant for, for right. years, just taking up space in a, in a land that had some bottlenecking issues and, and quite frankly still has some bottlenecking issues. But um, unless you knock out that gift shop, that bazaar there and widen up um, that little, uh, you know, two 90 degree turns that you have to do to get in and out of the land right there coming from the hub. Right. There's not really a way to uh, alleviate that problem right there, but I can't really use that as an answer because they did get rid of that and they put in the tropical hideaway, which is, which was a great addition. So, um, and what's tough because now that they've increased the seating, took taken out some of the gift shop and increased the seating for Bengal barbecue, which was desperately needed. Now the only gift shop you have dedicated to Frontierland or excuse me, Adventureland is the Adventureland Bazaar. That's the only place in that land where you can buy merchandise. And not not that it would be a crime to have a land without the means to purchase merchandise, but I feel like that's probably pretty important as far mm-hmm. as the functionality of the park, being able to eat, go to the bathroom, do something, and buy something other than food in each land. And now you've already reduced the uh, gift shops down to pretty much one um, in Adventureland. And so the only thing that I can think of to get rid of outside of that, like I, like you guys were saying, can't get rid of Jungle Cruise and you certainly can't get rid of Indiana Jones. So the only thing that's left is the treehouse. Now, and the only thing why that's a struggle for me to even suggest is because the treehouse is not taking up a lot of real estate because it's all vertical, right? Um, but however... I'm not really ever going into the treehouse these days. And, and you know, <laughs> um, I remember liking it as a kid and I'm sure if it's still there when, when I have kids and I'm taking kids to Disneyland and they're of the age where they can walk and run around and stuff like that, I'm sure they'll love the treehouse cause climb on things and get a little bit more energy out. I remember but carrying yeah. each one of my kids up that treehouse. <laughs> when they when they weren't walking yet that's so. that's, that's why jason wants to get rid of it right? <laughs> he's like screw this treehouse <laughs> but yeah i mean from for me right now it, it's not doing anything for me um and so yeah i guess get rid of it all right treehouse you gotta go treehouse yeah you, I mean, you're 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 right though it doesn't take up a lot of real estate you know, whatever the diameter of the tree is at the bottom and then everything goes up vertical. So, yeah, because then the rest of the tree that you're walking around it, cause you go up and then you go across like a, like a, like a bridge into like the main part. And then there's a couple levels to it, but yeah. that's kind of all in 
above space that you're not walking around down underneath. So it's all in the jungle area of uh, Indiana Jones and stuff like that. And so you take it out and you're all you're really getting rid of is the footprint, which is pretty much butted up right against um, that dividing point, whether you're going to go across the bridge into New Orleans Square or if you're going to go down in front of pirates into New Orleans Square. So, yeah. Um, and because of the, its unique situation as far as the fact that it doesn't really take up any real estate, unless you're going to put something in it that's essentially the same thing, like Swiss Family Robinson to Tarzan, there's nothing real. You can't really benefit from that real estate. So right. it makes sense while that that attraction doesn't make them any money, which that's not what it's all about. If you ride on Space Mountain, that doesn't make them any money either, um, other than admission. But, right. you know, it's taking it away doesn't do anything for them. It doesn't increase capacity. It doesn't put people somewhere else. I mean, there's at least probably 50 people at any given time when it's open during the busy parts of the day that are at least in that treehouse. So and that's something. Yep. All right. Okie dokie. Well, good question. We're, we're almost, we're almost done. We've got just a couple more lands to go on some future episodes. Yep. Stay tuned. Yeah. I feel like the first several lands were like really easy. Ah, oh, do this. I'll oh, do that. Yeah. Fix this. And then we get to this week and it's like, well, I guess, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this week was tough. Yeah. Next, yeah. next week will be a little easier. Especially when yeah. we get to critter with, country. What, yeah. If we get to, cause yeah, I mean, I'll share, I'll wait to share my thoughts when Cody asks a question. So. <laughs> uh oh, I'm intrigued. We're back. No, no, I, I just don't want to. I don't want to spoil anything. Yeah, but I've already, I've already thought about the next, the, the next two lands we're approaching. So tune in next time for Cody's Corner. All right. Well, we got one more segment to go tonight before we call it a night, and uh, I'll let uh, Cody introduce it. Here we go. This is the Disney A to Z random entry. Yeah. All right. Our Disney A to Z random entry. Thank you, Cody. It's based off the book, Disney A to Z, the official encyclopedia by Dave Smith, founder of the Walt Disney Archives and a recipient of the most recent Disney uh, window uh, on Main Street, which uh, I got a picture of. You guys forgot to go look at it, huh? Yeah, I forgot. Yeah. Uh huh. Cody said, yeah, well, he's got chocolate in his mouth. Uh <laughs> So if you're curious about anything concerning the Walt Disney Company, this encyclopedia is your one-stop guide. It's filled with achievements, biographies, historic dates, some comprehensive lists, and tons of trivia. The fifth edition that I'll be reading from has about 8,000 entries, uh, and it is one of my favorite books. Uh, so for our, our random entry, we spin our wheel. It gives us a page number, and then one of my co-hosts. This week, it will be James. Selects a number based off how many entries are on that page, and we share that entry with you. Let's go ahead and spin right. the wheel. Spin it. All right. It looked like we landed on page number seven. 
Seven. I think that's the lowest number we've ever had. Weren't we page five a couple weeks ago? Were we? I thought we were in the teens, but you might Maybe be right. Maybe it was in the teens. Let me see page. Okay. Yeah, it wouldn't have been. It wouldn't have been page five. No. Not from what I'm looking at it right now. <laughs> gotcha. Page, page seven. Yeah, that's right at the beginning. So you can probably guess we're in the A's. Yep. And there oh, are man, one. I was gonna say two, Q. Three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. We have twelve entries on page number seven. Twelve entries. So it's make it my a good one. Pick. It is your okay. turn to pick. I will say number nine. Nine. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. It's a television show called An Adventure in Art. It aired April 30th, 1958, directed by Wilford Jackson and C. August Nichols. Walt, using Robert Henry's book, The Art Spirit, as a reference, explains how people see art in different ways, including the history of silhouettes, and he has four of his artists, each with different styles, paint one tree. The segment featured Mark Davis, Ivan Earl, Joshua Medor, and Walt Paragoy, and was later released as an educational film entitled Four Artists Paint One Tree. The show also emphasizes how music can be inspiration to artists as in Bach's Toccata and I think you say it, Fugue and D minor from Fantasia. Oh. So there it is. An adventure. James is just drawn to things about Fantasia. Yeah, yeah. he loves it. He loves it. Some of the other things you didn't choose, uh, if you would have chose one, would have been According to Jim, television show. Uh, which I used to watch. She's starring Jim Belushi, Courtney Thorne Smith. I thought was very funny. Uh, let's see what else. Amy Adams, actress who appeared in Enchanted and the Muppets. Uh, Admiral Joe Fowler Riverboat, which is in uh, it's a frontier uh, Frontierland attraction in the Magic Kingdom at Walt Disney World. And Adventure in Satan's Canyon. <laughs> oh, my okay. favorite. Well, that's... that's Tele- Television show from 1974. Really? Yeah, I've never Ooh. seen that one, so... Never heard of that one. I don't know if that one's on Disney Plus or not. That one sounds very un-Disney-like. <laughs> exactly. So that is our <laughs> Disney A to Z random entry for episode number 83. All right. And that means we are coming to an end. Um, let me... Uh, Share some of our social media real quick, and then uh, we'll get ready to get out of here. If you want to check us out, um, besides the podcast, you can uh, you can see see what we're doing on Facebook at Talking Disney Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Talking Disney. Follow us on Instagram at Talking Disney Podcast. Email us Talking Disney Podcast at gmail.com. Email us uh, questions, comments, uh, thoughts on movies, or if you have. Uh, um, things you would like us to talk about if you got a suggestion for Cody's Corner uh, shoot us those and you can check out our website www.talkingdisneypodcast.com where we'll always load the show up prior to it making its way out to the various streaming services like Apple Podcasts Google Podcasts, Stitcher iHeartRadio, etc etc, etc so that is all I got guys got any <laughs> last minute alibis? I do not I'm good. Good. You ready for uh, the rescuers down under next episode? Yep. Woohoo. Cody, got anything? That's it for me. All right. That's, well, that's a no for me, dog. 
That's a no for you, guys. <laughs> You're going to Hollywood. All right. All right well, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, My brother from like, another mother. <laughs> Us Jacksons got to stick together. That's right. You do share a last name, huh? Hey, yeah. Yeah. So, like, Crazy like, black far like, enough, we're probably family. You could be. <laughs> could be. So, like always, thank you for listening. Um, thanks for taking time every day. We enjoy doing this, having fun talking about Disney. So, uh, uh, we we just enjoy it. So, thank you for uh, letting us do this. Yes, thank you. All right, and that's all I got. So, uh, until next episode, we will uh, talk to you later. Bye. See you later. He's about to steal my line. See you real soon. Yeah, folks. And me and my pals hope you had a swell time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Mickey? Uh-huh? It's that time. Uh, what time is that, Minnie? Oh, <laughs> Goofy? Huh? Oh. Now, now it's time, time to say goodnight to all our company.